You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Mayor Brown's draft for the annual 2023-2024 budget includes drastic cuts for the arts. The plan is to stop regional grants for arts, events, community recreation and heritage. 8 million in total. And the removal of 20 million from community and social development programs, which include art events, education programs and community programs. I spoke with Lauren Whitney, General Manager of New Zealand Comedy Trust that produces the New Zealand International Comedy Festival and supports the comedy industry. We spoke about the impact of these plans on the city of Auckland and the consequences these plans will have for individual and community well-being and mental health. What are your thoughts on the proposal of Wayne Brown? Uh, I'm furious. Actually, I'm really angry. Um, just before Christmas, um, we're talking about taking $55.5 million out of arts, local events, key infrastructure, um, community events, local sporting events. Um, after three years of dealing with COVID, it feels like the council is looking to you know, grab the lowest hanging fruit and kick people who are already down. And I think it's really disgusting that just before Christmas this has been just put in front of people like it's no big thing and people are tired, they are scared, they are anxious and all of these events and places um, that rely on this funding uh, are actually what people need the most. This city is crumbling, it's visually, visibly crumbling and, and we want to take the humanity out of it for $55 million? Really? It's so much money to, to, to the arts and local events. And, you know, sporting events. Come on, free events, accessible events. And we want to take that money that's the lifeblood to these events and rip it out of a council budget, which is millions and millions of dollars. It's nothing in a big council budget, but it's everything to those events. Yeah, what will be the impact on the city of Auckland, if that's going to be the case? So many people across the arts, community events and in local sporting events have been working so hard to make them more accessible, to make them more, you know, um, places where people can connect and enjoy themselves and see, see other people who are like them, share it. Experiences, and we haven't been able to do that very well over the last three years. And the impact will be these events haven't been able to fund themselves because, you know, there's a reduction in, in being able to sell tickets. There's a cost of living crisis. All of these things mean that, you know, these events will, will disappear. And those that are able to stay by, will only be able to stay by increasing their ticket prices dramatically. Because, and, and so Aucklanders will continue to have to pay for it, but these things will only be accessible to the wealthy. And that's exactly what we've been trying not to have. So it's, it's really devastating, to be honest. Um, you know, I think that we, the, the, the other impact is we're not going to have the infrastructure to support large international concerts and things that we all love also, because there'll be no crew get them onto the stage. There'll be no people working in the venues. Some of the venues won't exist. And is that serious? You know, there's a, there's a line in the, in the staff feedback to the mayor, which is some community groups that are reliant on council grants might need to seek alternative funding. 
There is an alternative funding. The only other funding they can get is gambling trusts, which means those events are reliable on people having problem gambling habits to be able to get any money. And we're not talking huge money. No one's getting rich off these funds. You know, as a, as a major event like the Comedy Festival, you know, we bring 50,000, 60,000 people into the city every year. We have 2.5... In 2021, um, it was measured that the growth benefit of our event to Auckland was $2.5 million of what they could measure. That's only what they could measure. You know, this will have a huge economic impact. We support venues. We support local restaurants. We support public transport and parking. These events have an economic impact to the city. They benefit the city and not just ways around around the economy, but mental health. You know, we've got a huge issue around anxiety and people feeling connected and people feeling isolated. And and what we're wanting to do is pull the money out of those events that actually have a chance to bring people together. It's crazy. You know, you only have to go to a show, you know. I've been sitting in comedy shows again in theatres and having this incredible moment where you see people laughing together. You see a whole audience move forward as they're laughing, the physical movement. You know, they feel connected, they're buzzing. That's the bit you're going to lose. Kind of answered it maybe already, but mm. I was wondering, like, yeah, what? why should we value art? Why is art so important for society? Is that the well-being, the connection... Yeah, absolutely. And it's us telling our stories. It's us being proud of our culture. It's us finding connections with people who are different from us. You know, we've got a city that has a high rate of crime. It's feeling a little bit scary out there. And if we can't connect and have empathy for each other, how is that going to change? If we all sit in our houses being scared and terrified, it's only going to breed mistrust, isolation, anxiety. You know, it's you only have to go to a concert or a comedy show or any of those things and, you know, play in a local sports tournament and you come out and you feel good. You know, you feel like you've done something. You feel like you've connected. Um, I've got a quote here, actually. Um, Reese Matthewson, who was our, our youngest ever Billy T Award winner and, and also a Fred winner, said, comedy is quintessential to the New Zealand identity and the conversations that push our country forward. It allows us to cover tough topics with empathy and warmth, serve as a balm to the onslaught of terror and panic, and brings people together through laughter. The artists working within the New Zealand comedy scene are creating works that are vital, ecstatic, and filled with humanity. And for me, that really sums up what the impact of the arts is. You know, that's how we have these conversations. We have these conversations through our artists. And, and, and it scares me that they... That it's so easily disposable. That it's just a budget line that could just be white with no real discussion. You know, trains that are bringing people into an empty city. <laughs> That's what will exist. That was Lauren Whitney, General Manager of New Zealand Comedy Trust. I also spoke with Mark Harvey, who is part of Arts Makers Aotearoa, which was formed by a group of arts makers who are concerned about the lack of support for the arts in this country. And he is also part of the Creative Arts Industries faculty at the University of Auckland. Yeah, what are the challenges that the artistic community um, now experiences? Uh, the, the arts produced in 2019 $7 billion of our country's GDP. And um, it's really under, it's undervalued. And, and so a lot of artists 
most are undervalued. A lot of graduates go off and do great things from our universities, etc., and art schools and whatnot. Um, but it's very hard to sustain a living, uh, a living sort of standard as an artist. Um, it's you know, it's as, it's sometimes worse than being on 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 just the doll. Some often with the arts. And what will be the impact of Wayne Brown's plan for budget cuts on the arts for the artistic community in Auckland? So how will the proposed budget cuts make these challenges even bigger? Some of the proposals that are there are a $20 million um, cut to the arts in general, including, I understand, ATEED, which is, big, which is a massive council organisation um, that does a whole lot of events that we often take for granted um, as though they're going to happen, um, plus $8 million on um, uh, all uh, arts, community, um, cultural, uh, and also with that environmental um, uh, grants that the council funds. And that, that includes lots and lots and lots of community groups um, and in the arts and, and in other areas um, on the ground who rely on the funding to do events. Um, uh, yeah, so, you know, often those grants are only like... Three, four thousand dollars, not even that, um, but it all mounts up. Um, additionally, on top of that comes bigger grants uh, to, to bigger organisations like our theatres, the basement, some of our galleries, um, public festivals. Um, the list goes on, and, and 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 it's not just the arts as we know it; it's also what people might classify as culture, cultural events. You know that that involve the arts and other things like food and whatnot. Um, so it will impact uh, community kind of cohesion, uh, well-being on a mass scale. Um, it'll prevent a lot of things going ahead. Um, it will impact on uh, on minorities, uh, cultural minorities, etc. Um, majorly. Um, uh, so you know, a lot of groups around the around the city rely on this. So it will make it also a really boring place. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> We'll have more car parks than we have art events. What do you think is the value of art? So why is it so important to have art in society? So what, what do we lose? What does the city look like if we if it's get yeah. cut? Uh, yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, there's 3,000 researchers that um, show that the arts um, have a, a really, really positive um, impact on well-being and health uh, for, for people. And... Um, now, without uh, the arts happening, you, you, you're, you're um, causing a lot more need in relation to uh, uh, mental health services um, in particular, for instance. So, so it serves a really big role there. Um, identity, majorly culturally, I mean, uh, if from my own cultural perspectives, um, my own, you know, Māori background, Māori Pākehā background, um, the arts are fundamental. They're, in, they're integrated into everything in, in our daily lives, um, uh, yeah, so so without the arts, it, it, we aren't who we are um, for a lot of us, and, and a lot of us actually rely on it all the time without realising. Even on Netflix, you know, we've got the arts there. Um, even spin-off kind of uh, uh, industries and whatnot, like advertising, they rely on the arts in order to get to where they're going. Um, so it's really fundamental in lots and lots of ways. It's also educational, um, like, very significantly, um, uh, the contemporary arts uh, play a, 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 a huge role and, and can play a, an even larger role in helping us to come to terms with the world and 
know, educating ourselves around things. Um, I work with a lot of uh, projects that um, are commissioning Māori artists in relation to ecological issues, and they are helping, their projects are helping their communities, their iwi happen and the public come to terms with perspectives through uh, what it means to uh, see things through the te ao Māori, you know, the Māori world um, perspectives, and also educating us around these um, ecological issues. Yeah, so it, it, it's really, really widespread in terms of what the arts does um, for us, um, and it's really underrated and often ignored and not realised. And it's only once we lose those things that often we notice. You can tell a lot about a country, and particularly a city, um, by how the arts are treated and how they're valued. You know, look at the uh, sculptures that you see around. What are you seeing? That also reveals a huge amount about the politics and, and um, everything within that place. So all of that is at risk at the moment in our city with the mayor's um, funding uh, proposals. An argument that some people would give is maybe um, could artists not create their own economic situation where they earn money with their arts without funding? What would be your reaction on that? Um, some artists can say operate within commercial frameworks. You know, I have no problem with that. Um, and some, you know, for instance, have dealers, but not everyone does. So um, these these areas of funding, uh, government funding and council funding, um, help to support artists who don't have those forms of um, economic privilege. Um, so yeah, the market only looks after the market. It doesn't look after our well-being necessarily. But if we want to preserve um, the fabric of our of our local cultures, um, the way they are, and the arts, it help to help them to thrive. Um, we need to keep that investment up. In fact, there's not enough investment in the arts locally, um, and, and the market is just not going to fix those shortfalls. That was Mark Harvey, part of Arts Makers Atiroa and the Creative Arts Industries Faculty of the University of Auckland. Lastly, I also spoke with Kat Rucka the executive director of Basement Theatre, a little theatre on the back of Queen Street. We spoke about the impact the budget plans will have on Auckland as a city and on the Basement Theatre. We also spoke about the intrinsic value that art has in society. What are your thoughts on the annual budget plan and the proposed budget cuts? I think the, the proposed budget cuts that have been put forward will significantly destabilise the art sector. You know, what we know is that when we're in times of economic crunch, like the time that we're in now, um, the arts are always the first to go because that sort of the deep value of arts and culture is not necessarily understood by the public and by people in positions of power. Um, but what we know from the inside is deeply the value of the arts to society. What is exactly that role that art plays in society? I see the arts as being the thread that weaves all the parts of society together um, and I think particularly in the rebuilding of our city after COVID it has a really really vital role to play so the arts um, you know are a major contributor to the economic well-being of our city um, the arts contribute to individual and community well-being um, The arts and, arts and culture are also, you know, it is what makes our identity of our city and, um, you know, the vibrancy and the attraction of our city. Um, and also just in thinking about the rebuilding of the city after COVID, um, 
the arts has played a major role in that kind of aspect of social cohesion, so bringing people back into the city um, and connecting with each other. So there are many um, there are many areas of um, benefit to society that the, that arts play, and we just have to get really good at sort of understanding those and communi- communicating those to uh, the public and to people in positions of power. How can art connect people? You know, if we look at Basement Theatre, for example, so at the moment we're staging our annual Christmas show, and this is a huge event um, that attracts many different kinds of people from many different walks of life, um, and we have seen, you know, this show alone... Uh, connect people who wouldn't normally um, you wouldn't normally see in the same space together, um, and so I think particularly theatre, which is my perspective, you know, it's it's is a way of of bringing people back into the city and sort of re-entering into these social contexts. What will be the impact of those plans for the art community in Auckland? So basically, what's happening is the the mayor has proposed um, to reduce the um, operational expenditure across a number of different areas and the arts funding, so the contestable grants is one part of of what they call as a mitigation lever. They're going to, you know, cut, cut uh, expenditure in that area. And those grants support a number of arts organisations across the city. Um, they, they also support a number of artists. So, for example, at Basement, Uh, Auckland Council is one of our core funders um, and the grant that we receive from them makes up about 10% of our overall grant revenue each year. So that's the equivalent of one whole staff member, for example, that um, paying them for a whole year for their salary for the whole year or it's also the equivalent of about 10, supporting 10 artists a year uh, through our development programs. So that's quite a significant impact on our organisation alone. And then there's many other organisations that will be experiencing the same sort of impact if those grants are taken away. Um, the annual budget of 2023-2024 will be operational from the 1st of July. 2023. In January, there is a democratic moment where people can give their feedback on it. But what can we do against this draft right now? What we can do today is to continue to put pressure on our councillors to stand up for for the arts within that council context. Um, And what we need to get really good at, like I said before, is being able to communicate that intrinsic deep value Um, that the arts plays within society across a number of different areas, including our economy, including the identity and vibrancy of our city, including our individual and community well-being. How can art influence the community well-being? So the arts play a huge role in well-being, both for the person creating it and for the person receiving it. So if I go back to theatre again, our practitioners are those people who are telling our stories back to our people. And in that exchange, there is a a strengthening and a building of of who we are and an affirmation of who we are as Aucklanders uh, and as New Zealanders, people living in Aotearoa. So um, it's that kind of that, that... identity and community affirmation that contributes to our well-being that happens in the exchange of a story being told. That was Kat Ruka, Executive Director of Basement Theatre.
was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash bcasts.